Welcome to Tower Tales Junior, a curated live play 5e Dungeons and Dragons podcast for kids and adults. In Tower Tales Junior, we take a group of kids on a fantastical adventure full of friendship, adventure, and excitement using a modified 5e rule set. This podcast is created by and for kids. This is meant to be relatable and enjoyable. So let's see where they want to take the adventure today. I'm wondering if you'd go wandering with me. Through the wilderness and woods To where the winds are blowing free Through the darkness of the night Heading toward the morning light I wonder if you'd wander with me And I'll spread the word And you beat the drum We'll round up the troops And get the gang to come And we'll leave the streets neighborhoods head over the river through the woods hello and welcome to tavern tales jr it is a dungeons and dragons podcast for kids and adults my name is savannah and i play the role of dj ashardalong a purple dragonborn fighter what's she thinking about right now going against ashardalong She's always thinking about Shardalon, hey? Yes. Always trying to figure out how to what she needs to do to fight him. Cool. Who's next to you? Hello. My name is Alex, and I play the role of Chris Tuffer. And what Chris is thinking about right now is what he's going to name his Overaptor once he gets it. Oh, nice. And what is Chris? Chris is a dark elf thief. Hi, I'm Robin. I play Sasha Kikian, a wizard tabaxi. I'd say that Sasha's really thinking about how she's going to use her confusion wand in the future because, well, she got that confusion wand. She gonna use it. Uh, she was thinking about attacking Tiger Claw with it, but then she realized that was too risky. So she's thinking about a new target. My name is Will, and I play the role of Flash Flag Golden Dragon. And... A good thought about Flash and Slobby, they're both like magical sandwiches. What is a magical sandwich? It's just it's just like my tea sandwiches, but just magical. Mag- what makes them magical? Hot dogs. There are hot dogs in your cheese sandwich? Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of cool. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I play the role of Volpina, a tabaxi ranger. And what Volpina is thinking about right now is the dinosaur race. Because she is halfway worried about it and halfway super excited to do it. Oh, that's got to be tough. That's like Christmas. Were you good enough to get all the awesome gifts from Santa? And will you get your awesome gifts from Santa? That's that's what uh, Christmas is all about. Okay. I'm Kyle. I'm the dungeon master, editor, producer, and general child wrangler for tavern tales jr i also happen to play the role of georgington georgington is not involved in the race he's going to watch the race from captain cord thunder's home where mikey air soren and arabelle currently are hiding from tiger claw it's been two weeks since we last gathered our characters together and does anyone remember exactly where we are Tanjika! We're in Tanjika. Which side of Tanjika are we on? The 
east side. The east side of Tanjika. Where in the east side of Tanjika are we? We're ducking down streets to try and hide from some guards. Mm-hmm. You're tucked away in an alley. Are you close to anything right now? We're closest to the bridge. To the bridge. And what's across the bridge from you guys? The dinosaur place where we're going to get some of the rest, the Ankylosaurus and a few of the other dinosaurs that we cannot get. Because you have to go to a competitor dinosaur seller to get those other dinosaurs. What dinosaurs are currently being held for you already? A Dimetrodon, a Triceratops, a Pterodactyl, and I think a Pterodactyl. And the other two, I thought there was only two dinosaurs that were being held, and there were three dinosaurs left to get. Well, then, I don't think it was Will's. Um, I, I'm pretty sure what she said is is uh, she didn't have a uh, pterodactyl at the moment, but she could get one for us. Mm. So there's two dinosaurs left to get from the competitor, and they are the... Oviraptor. And? Ankylosaurus. You're tucked away down in an alley. Well, let's let's move from us here down to the characters on the streets below. Does anybody want to do that part of the introduction that I usually do? Or do you want me to? We'll now sink out of our seats and through the floor into the world of Dungeons and Dragons and in Tanjika. It's a little bit cloudy, but mainly uh, sunny as we sink into our characters' bodies. You can feel the rough dirt streets beneath your feet. There is a whole ton of crazy bad smells in this alleyway where a couple of restaurants have thrown refuse and garbage and there hasn't been a garbage pickup here happening, so it smells really bad. And there are rats and other Dungeons and Dragons-style vermin scurrying about in the shadows as you make your way down this alleyway, avoiding those guards. We turn ourselves to Chris, who tells the group what? Let's stay here for a bit. I don't think they're going to search for us here unless they really have to. You tuck yourselves away and hide in amongst the refuse in the alleyway, and you've been hiding there for 10-15 minutes, and the smell is almost overpowering. Who's having trouble because of the smell? Who's having a really bad time because it's so stinky there? And at that point, because it smells so bad, Volpina says, This place is really stinky. I don't think we should stay here. All right, so you need to move on. Where do you guys go? Across the bridge we go. We sneak across the bridge. Ooh, you're going to attempt to sneak across the bridge. When When they're not looking. Wouldn't they get suspicious, though, if they see a couple of forms, like, slowly tiptoeing across the bridge? Possibly. No, sneakily look like we're doing it on purpose. So by that, I mean, like, we're going to sneakily get across the bridge without anybody noticing, but we're going to look normal while doing it. So if anyone does notice, they won't pay too much attention. So you're going to try to disguise yourselves to go across the bridge deceptively. Rather than stealthily cross the bridge, just go across the bridge as though you, you're other people or you have official business. But remember, the bridge is, is it really long or really short? Does anybody remember that? Really, really long. long. Yeah, it's a really long bridge. You've got to go the whole way across. And there are spiral staircases in the middle of the bridge that lead down to the main part of Tanjika on the island where all the rich nobles live and the government is. And that's where Tiger Claw is. So you 
gather your gear together and you begin to cross the bridge. And you realize one thing that Captain Cord Thunder told you she could only help you with one of two things. Captain Cord Thunder could help you find a place to stay for the night, or Captain Cord Thunder could help you get the dinosaurs. And so you've gotten your dinosaur help from Captain Cord Thunder. Now you still need to figure out where you're going to stay the night. So that is looming on all of your minds as you set out to cross the bridge. We need to find a new inn. (laughs) There are four guards at the bridge. They are not people you have noticed or seen before, but there are four guards there, two on either side. And they are watching people cross the bridge. And it is getting on towards the dinner hour, and the bridge traffic has picked up as anybody who is wor- who was working on the east side is now heading home to their homes on the west side. And there's public transport that can be taken across the bridge so you don't have to walk it yourself. It's like a bus, but this is Dungeons and Dragons, so it can't be a bus. Who would like to offer suggestions for what Tanjika uses for buses in this city? Kind of like a magic carpet-ish thing. Oh, that's so cool. So there's magic carpets. Are those for the wealthy people and they fly across the bridge? They're more like magic carpets that have been used, so they're kind of like worn down, so they're more like... So if you have like your own magic carpet, you're very, very, very rich, but if you're using the public ones, then you're not as rich. So there are public magic carpets that are being used for rather wealthy people or mercantile people, and they can sit on them. How many people can fit on a magic carpet? About six. Six people can... That's a big magic carpet. That is a huge magic carpet. Well... well Maybe seven because of the driver. There's a driver? Oh, okay. That's interesting. I wouldn't have thought there'd be a driver on a magic carpet. A a magic carpet needs a master so the magic carpet doesn't whip you away to some forgotten land and you can never get back. Sure. There's a little stall where you can go and rent the magic carpet or book a ride on the magic carpet across the bridge. Tourists like to do that, especially since the It's really nice to see all of Tanjika laid out in its splendor. Caitlin, can you describe what the place that rents out the magic carpets looks like? It looks like a small brown shed with a window on it. (laughs) Perfect. Is there a guy standing out front of it? Yes. And he says something like, uh, magic carpet rides, but he has a really strange voice. So you can, can you say magic carpet rides in the strange voice of this peddler? Magic carpet (laughs) rides. Try it. You want to try one more time without laughing? Because it was really good. I like that. <laughs> one more time. Because <laughs> he's very serious. He really wants people to get to, 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 to ride these magic carpets. So he says... Magic carpet rides. Perfect. <laughs> Come and get your magic carpet rides. Exactly. So that's not the only public transportation that can be had. Alex, you also had a suggestion for sort of Dungeons and Dragons style transportation. This is for some of the poorer people. Mm. It's like a large wooden enclosed crate on wheels that's being pulled by different kinds of dinosaurs. Oh, that's awesome. So a little cart or a little wagon does it have a a roof or is it just open it has a roof it has a roof so you just climb into a crate and the dinosaur drags you across the bridge that would be you know that i would think that would be largely used for like goods materials that are being sold or dragged across but but for some poor people they'll also use that if they're like tired so then do they sit on the roof of it and all of the materials and supplies are inside 
Cool. I like that. And, and, then, and they also have ones that are actually for transports. They're a little nicer, but still. Wow. Cool. Okay. That's great. And there is a shed, or not a shed, but there's like a place where you can go to book travel with one of these dinosaur carts. Savannah, can you describe what that building looks like? Um, Like a wood structure, which is like kind of jungly colors, mm. and uh, one or two windows. Two windows. It's even fancier than the magic carpet one. And there's nobody currently standing outside. But one of the windows is open. And there's a person who's transacting business with a couple of really, really poor tabaxi who are going to climb into one of those crates. And the person says in a strange voice, that'll be 50 silver. So can you do that? That'll be 50 silver in a strange voice. That'll be 50 silver. (laughs) Excellent. So depending on which person we ch- we choose oh, to transact with, we might go with one of those two. But Will has a third way of public transport across the bridge. What is that, buddy? So there's like these like guards that like that like hold you on your shoulders and give you across the bridge. You can get a piggyback from a soldier across the bridge. Holy moly. That's like the most expensive way to travel at all. And these these guards that do that are they're half dragon guards and they're very strong and very powerful. They kind of look like dragonborn, but they're two feet taller and they have big long tails. They look quite a bit like DJ. And in fact, one of them is a rare purple half dragon. Uh, what's his name, Robin? Asher. Asher. And Will, he has a really squeaky voice. He says, last carry of the day. Can you say that with his squeaky voice? Last carry of the day! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pointing him out to DJ. I'm like, he's cute. Mm, mm, mm. Really? <laughs> I don't get to do this very often. <laughs> I want to describe How the shop in high school. Oh, they have a little, he has a little shop. What's his little shop look like? It's a tent with five windows and the tent color is rainbow colored. Oh, neat. With two little beds inside and a chest. Oh, okay. And that is where that purple half dragon transacts his business. And he's wearing guard colors and he like, he can carry very, very, very wealthy people across the, the bridge. (laughs) So the group sees this and they see the four guards standing there watching the people going back and forth. And they're occasionally these guards are consulting a piece of paper or several pieces of paper that have pictures on them. And can I get perception checks from anyone who would like to see and try to see what's inside the pictures? 22. Very good. 12. Is 22 the highest? Did anybody beat a 22? And so... What is the next highest number? Anybody guess? Did anybody else beat a 10? Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin and I both got exactly 10. 10s. Okay, so Caitlin and Savannah, your characters can see there are pictures on those pieces of paper. And there's several pictures, but you can't really make out who they are. And Robin and Alex, your characters got, what were your totals? 12, 13. You both can see kind of what you think is DJ's character on the top picture. And Will, Flash sees all of the characters. The whole group is drawn out perfectly in different individual pictures, 
brightly colored as though it was created by Meg Flynn, our awesome commissioned artist who drew all of our pictures for us that we all had last game. You can see all of the pictures. Every single one of you is perfectly drawn and the guards are on the lookout for you. Guys, all the pictures are us. Oh no. Oh no. This is very bad. I saw DJ, but now I see everyone. Well, Pina, how's your hair dry? I think it's about to come off. Oh, uh, and I hand her a little, 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 little bag of some that was left over from when we made it. Just apply it on the spots that are going to fall. Need to recast my spell. Guys, hide however you can. Wait, I have an idea. Sure. I saw a bunch of supply crates being shipped out. What if we could sneak inside one of them? Like, it's not like it has any windows. So you want to take the dinosaur that hauls those crates that were covered that you talked about? Yeah. Or maybe, like, like go, like, like sneak inside one of the crates with the goods. Hmm. Yeah, okay. You could try. You, you would have to probably figure out how to talk to the people who drag them across the bridge to do that. So you might be able to stealth over to that hut, that little building that has the two windows. Or we could go to the tent that has the five windows. Right, but that guy will can he can only carry one person, and that's really expensive. No, now can't. it might be a good idea if Sasha casts disguise self and she gets carried or takes a magic carpet, then she can see if there's any problems or anything happening. I can tell you some things. So that Volpina could also, since she's they, trying um, to reapply they, some of her hair can, dye. They say, but they but if they put on one person and that one person carries another person and then another person, they can only carry about seven persons counting yourself. Wow. Well, he that could happen, but you guys will definitely be noticed by the guards then. If that dragon, half dragon is carrying all of you on top of each other like a big totem pole, that <laughs> probably no, would be noticed no, by everyone. No, we could jump off. Right. I want to say Asher's competing in the in the um, in the dinosaur race. Daddy, I thought that all the shops do the dinosaur race, but they're sh- uh, but the shops uh, are the shops' DJ, names. Uh. So while you're trying to get DJ to go over and talk to the half dragon and expose herself to <laughs> all of the guards and reveal that they, you know, they'll they'll be like, "That's her," and they go after her. You don't want that to happen. <gasps> so there's a couple things you can do. Do you have any ideas about how to get across this bridge? Fly on a dragon, baby, a shardalon. Well, that that's a good idea. That's an idea. I'm not going to suggest that it's a good idea or even a, a plausible one. Fly but on it's an idea. So what are we going to do? It may not be the best idea. It probably wouldn't be possible, but I suppose if we really wanted to, we could jump in the water I, and swim I, I, for it. There no. are dangerous animals, and remember, the water flows pretty quickly towards that giant cliff. So you could but it might not be the easiest solution. But that's definitely thinking out of the box. But I think we have enough here to get some... Like, we have those three different ways of getting across the bridge if you want to take public transport. We can also try to stealth our way across and sneak past the guards. That'll be pretty tough. Or we could jump across the water. No, it's three miles long, buddy. I mean, you could definitely jump into the water. Mm. Putting that aside, bud, for a second, Sasha has disguised self. What does disguise self let you do, Sasha? Uh, I don't have the spell, but will but Flash gave me a scroll, so. I thought you had the spell disguise self cuz you spent time copying it into your book. Don't have it written down. I should probably write that down then. So, I'll tell you what disguise self lets you do. You make yourself including your clothing, 
armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person look different until the spell ends. You can seem one foot shorter or taller. You can appear thin, fat, or in between. You can change your body type, so you must adopt a form that has the same basic arrangement of limbs. Otherwise, the extent of the illusion is up to you. Uh, what limit is it? A cantrip, a... It's a first level spell. What's it called again? Disguise Self. It's a good name, because that's exactly what it does. (laughs) And you can appear like anything you would want to be. You could look like Tiger Claw himself. Oh my god. I have a great plan. I turn into Tiger Claw because I can do a pretty good Tiger Claw impression. Let me just say that. And we go in. Should I turn into Tiger Claw? Should I? I... Georgington says that would draw so much attention. Okay. But it would be so awesome. I agree. And definitely do it if you feel that you could be to our advantage to be Tiger Claw. I'm me. Oh, no, no. Then we grab our white cloaks and then we sneak across. I do play a very good tiger claw. <laughs> okay, but yes, that's, that, that is a very good tiger claw impression. I, I, having never met him, I don't know. Uh, but, but I just... Let's not do it. <laughs> our goal right now is to get across the bridge, correct? Yeah. Well, uh, if you were tiger claw, if you look like tiger claw, you could tell them... Oh, my gosh, like, I could like capture like you guys. You, or you could also just say say to the guards, like, your shift's over. No need to be here anymore. Because <laughs> I'm Tiger Claw. Ah. Let me just look at my deception, because I'm not very good at deception, I don't think. No, I'm not very good at deception. Okay, so what would you like to do instead? I'm just going to change myself. Is there such thing as a dog person? I don't know. You describe the dog person to me. It'd be kind of like a werewolf, but doggy, like wolf ears and like a wolf tail. Yeah, you could definitely do that. It's pretty noticeable. You haven't really seen many of those types uh, of people in the world. Okay. Then I'll turn myself into... I'm going to go male. Okay. You're going to turn into a guy. And what race? Go tabaxi. Because I feel more comfortable. Uh, no. Okay. A tabaxi. What color? Like a brown. A brown male tabaxi. What type of armor is he wearing? Leather. He's just walking along down the road. Okay. Perfect. Yep. And are you a foot taller or a foot shoulder shorter than you used to be? Way taller. A foot taller. Okay. And can you use the words that cast disguise self for me? What are those words? Change. Unhappy with your appearance. Change yourself. Be someone you were not before. Okay, write that down. I definitely liked the weird noises at the end. And suddenly, Sasha is no longer Sasha and looks... Very much like a handsome male tabaxi, brown colored. While the group hides and is still standing at the mouth of the alleyway, disguised Sasha steps out into the, the square. And what do you do? I'm going to go get a magic carpet ride. One of the public ones, because I don't want to look like I'm rich. Right? Okay. You're just going to go and leave the group and get on a magic carpet? Mm, I don't know. Ah. Okay. So Sasha then turns around and goes back to the group. And says, what do you think we should do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, is the voice weird? Sorry. Okay, uh. I don't know. Go on a magic carpet ride together. You guys all need to get across the bridge. Time is a ticking. 
There's three different options, but only one of them is hidden from view. What are you going to do? Let's take the dinosaur route, guys. There's also distracting the guards to try to get across. And there's also sneaking across using Sasha in the disguised self as a distraction. There's lots of choices. What would you guys like to do? What do you guys want to do? Do we have any ideas for how to get around this problem? I don't know. Get Sasha to distract the guards and maybe also to just make it like an even bigger distraction maybe she could take sloppy with her okay caitlin what do you think you should but do? he might eat my clothing i'm not sure well what do you think you guys should do i think we should take the dinosaur route take the dinosaur and climb into the crate yeah, yeah. we could just sneak into the crate top yeah that would definitely be a pretty good way to go and i could ride the dinosaur on the crate but you have to sit with me but you'll be sitting on my face or something. Disguise self lasts for one hour. So it will take you about an hour to cross the bridge on in the dinosaur. So you'll your spell will just be ending as you get to the end of the bridge. And you can just cast it again so there's no issue there. Okay, so how are you going to get all of the characters in the crate? I lead the guys under. So I, I, I would presume that everyone has got their cloaks up. We're hiding. And like we're like, they're kind of like walking behind me. And I'm kind of just like leading them to the dinosaur crate. And I'm like, welcome, newcomers. This is the East Wing. And this is where we will cross the bridge. I'm your tour guide, Mike. So you want to be a big distraction and lead the party who will stealth their way over to the crate? Okay. Any other suggestions? We could just like run over the crate and then we could just open the crate and then get into it. So be really quick. So not only be stealthy and fast while Sasha's doing a distraction, but quick as well. Yeah, so they don't watch us. I have a suggestion, if you would like, from Georgington. Georgington says, well, Sasha, why don't you, we don't. Hmm, how do I say this? So there are many times where the crate doesn't have people in it and it just has supplies, it seems, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be that you could just say that you have some supplies over by the alley. They could bring the crate there. You could get load up your friends into the crate and then they could pull the crate away? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Would that be a doable action and then you could ride the top of the crate? And the rest of us would be trapped inside? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, about that, though. Because if Sasha says that she has supplies that she's taking to the other side, well... I have supplies that I'm taking to well, the other at, side. At the other side, would they, like, open the crate and just, like, instantly unload supplies? Or how does that work? That's a good I, question. You don't know. I could take out my supplies because it's my supplies. Or what if we could find, like, some smaller crates and some smaller boxes, and we can pack ourselves into those, and then afterward you could just take the boxes out of the larger crate? That would work. It would be pretty inconspicuous. It'd be hard to find yeah. those boxes, but you could spend an hour and go look for them. Sure. I want to say I haven't cast my spell yet. No, you already had cast the spell. No. Fine. Can we go with Jordington's plan? Uh, it, it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste too much time with my spell wearing off. You see, my heel boot is already worn off. Ugh. So we should probably start doing it. Okay. All right. I'm going to walk into the dinosaur crate. 
place? Yep. You head over to the dinosaur crate. Who was being the dinosaur crate person? Pretty sure it was me. All right. You get to be the crate person. You can uh, welcome this new tabaxi to your shop. Welcome. Do you want a crate from my shop? Yes, uh, but I have a lot of supplies, and so I need you to bring it to an alley because I cannot carry all my supplies here. Okay, I can do that. How much does it cost to take the crate across? Five dollars. Well, I'm asking South. It will cost an extra 50 silver. Cool. Just for the crate to be brought over to be loaded? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great sale. How much does it cost to take a crate over to take all those supplies over? 100 silver. Hmm. So 150 silver or 15 gold. And you can pay them now. Um, there you go. All right. Thank you. The you are a very will- kind lady. The crate will be brought over very quickly. Wow, you have some very good hired hands. I see them already working to bring the crate over. And uh, Caitlin, the person who was in the shop working there, with the cool voice that Sav was doing, was eating dinner. What were they eating? They were eating cheese sandwiches. But were magical. So that I made. That sounds almost impossible, Will. I don't know how you managed to do that. So the crate is dragged over by a Brachiosaurus. It's on wheels, and it's pushed up to the shadows of the alleyway. And do the guards take notice of it? I would like four of you to roll a d20, please. 13. No, you guys are in the crates. If this is for the guards to notice what is going on. What'd you get, Caitlin? A seven. What did you get, Sav? Sixteen. What did you get, Alex? A what kind of check is it? I just wanted you to roll a d20 for me. Oh, six. Okay, so one of the guards notices that this is a rather unusual thing, and he starts to walk over towards the alley to see what's going on as the brachiosaur backs the crate up to the mouth of the alleyway. Sasha, you see this happening. What do you do? I walk over, and I'm like, ah, get my supplies loaded. Oh, hello, good sir. Excellent. The guard says, what's going on there? I'm just loading my supplies so I can get over to my shop on the other side. That's unusual. Your supplies taking over. Some goods, such as armor. Oh, and I have a very rare breastplate. Excellent. Roll a deception check. Oh, no. My worst. I can help you. My one of my worst. We're gonna help Robin. How will you help her? I have 100 under exception. Right, because you wrote that in. But how will you help her to allow her to have advantage? I would just like kind of put my box in there first and then I would jump into the box. By moving really quickly to get into the crate yeah. so that the crate's not there for very long? Okay, yes, I will allow that if everyone moves as quickly as they can into the crate and bangs the end, Flash bangs the side when they're all done, you can have advantage. But I need dexterity checks from everybody here, stealth dexterity checks, and you all need to be to 12 for, no, and you all need a 12 in order for Sasha to have advantage. Can you have higher than 12? Higher than 12 is fine. 12! (laughs) I just got a 12. Yes. I rolled a 17. Perfect. And DJ? I rolled a 1. Uh-oh. Chris and Chris? A, two. a 9. Total? Yeah. So only half the party did it. So you do not have advantage on the check. So roll your single d20 and we'll go from there. Please, not save me. 
What is your deception check? You need a 10 or higher. I got exactly a 10. (laughs) (laughs) Seven plus three is 10, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So he goes, whatever. And he turns and goes back to his job. And that's when you hear the thump, thump from Flash as the cart has been loaded. And you can climb on top of it and begin to go across the bridge. Disguise self. All right, you sing a strange song while you travel across the bridge. And there are many other traveling individuals going across the bridge. It's a very busy time of day as the sun starts to set over the jungles of Tanjika. It's a really pretty sight because the sun is double reflected in the wide swath of the river as it flows quickly beneath the white stone of the bridge. This white stone magical bridge is one of the wonders of the world and you are the only person who gets to see that splendor laid out before you. I totally message everyone and I'm like, hey guys, wow, the scenery is awesome but none of them can see it so you are the only person who gets inspiration to spend when you would like to next in the game everyone else is unfortunately left out when you get to the middle of the bridge there are more guards stationed there and those guards give a passing glance at you as you cross the middle of the bridge and you get to see the steps down to the main island in the middle of Tanjika. And you continue on the rest of the way. It is a very boring trip for the rest of the way because you've kind of gotten inured to the scenery. But as you arrive on the western embankment, there are 20 guards there. I recast it as fast as I can, switch out through all of the things and pick exactly what I picked last time. Okay. You recast Disguise Self to look like the tabaxi Mike and 16 of those guards begin to move on to the bridge. No, no, no. Okay. And they pass you while you're quaking on the box. They go right past, heading towards either the Middle Island or the Eastern Embankment. And the dinosaur reaches the other end and begins the process of turning around to allow all of the carts and whatnot to be unloaded now the person you paid the brachio the brachiosaurus handler says uh where would you like to have your materials unloaded oh um i have closer to a um the dinosaur shop sure Uh, i need to remember what his name was boru boru breeze nemesis named boru the arrow cockra at boru's shop please he's very sorry he can't take you all the way over there but he can unload you to that edge to where to that street a full flows out but you do notice one thing with a quick perception check please i don't notice anything you don't notice anything at all i was going to tell you that all of the guards are only really paying attention to the people who are going onto the bridge they're not paying attention to the people who are going off the bridge but your character doesn't notice that and she's very very scared but the driver does say he can unload the you know, the cart further down the street, it'll just be another 50 silver. I pay it and I'm like, anything closer to Boru, I must see him. Great. The Brachiosaurus turns around, unloads the cart very quickly. The doors open and the five of you are all let out of this very d- musty, dank, dark 
place that you've been trapped for the last hour, and the light of the goblin's past isn't even available because Slobby ate it. But Slobby can turn into it, and and I can use it. Yeah, Slobby turns into a torch and glows merrily for you all. Does anybody else have any way of making light? Light. Does anybody else have that have a spell or anything they can cast? No. Okay, then you all sit in the relative darkness. Slobby is already in my pocket. I've still got the lightning breath thing, which could possibly be light. I don't know. Would not be really the best light as it would rattle around inside the cage and hurt everyone. But that's neither here nor there. You are unloaded unceremoniously into the edge of the street. And there aren't really any supplies in there. It was just the group of you. Driver of the enclosed cart looks puzzled and quizzically at the group and says, Well, it's not my business and turns to ride away. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for not questioning us. And we go. You're wandering if I go wandering with you. What kind of trouble we'll get ourselves into? Would it be wrong to tag along with a band of vagabonds? You wonder if I'd wander with you. So I'll spread the word and you We'll round up the troops and get the gang to come and we'll leave the streets. This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales Jr. We'll be back in one month with a brand new episode. Our intro and outro music is Through the Woods by Okie Dokie Rabbits. Find their music on iTunes by checking them out at www.okidoki.org and follow them on Twitter at Bros. We love a review on iTunes. Check us out on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. See you all later. I'm wondering if you'd come wandering my way If you ever get lost or if the trail leads you astray The music of the pack Can always bring you back I wonder, can we wander away? And I'll spread the word